Christianese Hot Topic. Hey everybody, welcome back to Christianese. Jared Burkholder, Dan Satchoff. And this is another hot topic. Hot topic, everybody. It's a hot topic. It's it's everything you need to know about Christianese in about 20 minutes. These are toasty topics, I'm not going to lie to you. And they're bite-sized. They're fresh out of the oven. Put them right in your pocket. And they're a little warm. They're they tasty. Hot. Hot and tasty. Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, today, we are joined by uh, a very special guest. My five son. Five-time Emmy Award Five-time Emmy artist? Award winning uh, <laughs> professional female bodybuilder, which is odd. Well, it's funny. You know, you don't think of bodybuilders winning Emmys, but there you have it. Right. And he was born a man. <laughs> right. But right. has transitioned successfully. Yeah. I'm kidding. It's my son, Danny Satchoff. Danny, how are you? Thanks for having me, fellas. Hey, it's so good to have you here. A lot of people might think Dan and Danny. Yes. Can you, Dan, can you just give us a little insight? What? Just talk to me about the the level of hubris that comes with saying, I'm going to name this thing that I created after myself. I'm just curious about your thoughts on that. <laughs> well, you know, it goes like this. Here's the thing. Danny is not actually named after me. Oh. I'm Daniel Steven. He's Daniel Frederick. Okay. He is named after my dad. Okay, And fine. my grandfather. So we were going to make him. My dad was Anthony Daniel. He hated the name Anthony because people called him Tony. So he always went by Dan. Tony, yeah. I'm not Tony, I said some model for you. So I named Danny Dan after my uh, after my dad. Is that right, Danny? Yes, sir. That, that's that's how I've been told. Excellent. That's what you've Can been told. Can we call told. you Danny Fred the rest of the uh, the rest of the time? Yes, go with Danny Freddy, Fred, Freddy, whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely. Here we're gonna we're gonna turn you down just a little bit there. Make Perfect. sure your levels good. So, hey, buddy, you're uh, thanks for calling in. So you're at uh, Biola oh. University. That's right. Yes. Wait, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, you're at Biola University, correct? Yes, sir. Yes. Biola University, Anaheim, California. What's um? What led you to choose? Well, first of all, let's back up. What are you studying there? Studying business administration. Okay. And yeah. what led you to choose Biola as the place that you wanted to be? Well, um, I knew I wanted to be down in Anaheim because I'm really interested with Disneyland, and I want to work there. So it was between a couple schools, um, in the Disneyland vicinity. And Biola was one of them, and we came down here on a tour. Um, I wasn't super enthralled with it when I first heard of it. Like, um, I don't know, it just didn't like um, hit me as much as some of the other schools did. But when we, when we came down on the tour, I really thought um, I really liked the campus, and some of the people we met were super cool. And then, so that kind of bumped it up on my like my picks, my top picks for college. And then um, after I started looking at their business program and the way they use it as they use business as like a uh, a way to evangelize and it's centered around that i thought that was really interesting and really good and um so i ended up choosing the school biola and it's it's just gotten uh, it was a good fit for sure it's really my time here has really um made me enthusiastic about doing business as a as a way to evangelize that's awesome that's awesome. We were talking with your parents earlier about uh, just the difference of going to you know, being involved in public education your whole life and then going to a Christian uh, educational institution and just the, the different perspective that comes with that, the Christian perspective that you know obviously informs the Bible classes, but history classes mm-hmm. and speech classes and all that. So what's your experience been as you think back over your time in high school and how that contrasts with your time at Biola? What's it like to study uh, from a Christian worldview? Um, well, I mean, 
high school, there really was no, like, religious perspective, obviously. It was just, um, you know, you're going into learn a subject or whatever, and you go through the class and pass it. But um, kind of having this, having every class centered around, you know, how can you learn this subject and use your intellect and knowledge to glorify God? I mean, it's super different. And, you know, having all the professors focus on that, it just, uh, it's, it's, um, I don't know, just completely different, you know, um, as you'd expect. But, uh, I mean, a big thing from high school to here, like, like I said, was the professors. And then, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, that encompasses a lot of it. And Danny, talk to us like about having that worldview in the class. Talk to us a little bit. Like, you, I've, I've found it really interesting as I've talked to you about how you've been able to find uh, – kind of a melding between what you're learning and how, how it ties to your your beliefs and, and your your faith. Like, for instance, in psychology, the way they're able oh, yeah. to kind of blend. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about that a little bit. Well, just like we were learning about how um, the brain reacts to certain chemicals and just um, the way how there's, so, there's such a – I don't even know about like – anything about the brain or whatever but it just i didn't learn anything about that in high school and that's just like because you know i didn't take anatomy or whatever but when we went to psychology we started learning about all these small little things that um are so like delicate and like very like they look they're super designed in your brain i just thought it was just so interesting and like um such great evidence to that there is a uh, a creator and that there's like a a very complex designed humans and that I don't know, just all the things like that release in your brain and the way the brain works is just very, um, yeah, like I said, evidence that there's a creator. Yeah, when you see those intricacies, right, it, it makes you, it, it it strengthens your faith because you see that uh, there, there's no way that could be happenstance and we're not just mm-hmm. a collection of yeah. cells that randomly came together because you see design behind that. And I thought, like, that's something that I've thought about a lot as my faith has developed, but like you talked to me about that way. I hadn't even mentioned that to you, and I thought it was so interesting. You're starting to see those put together, and that's one thing I so appreciate about where you're at, is that they're they're not neglecting science, and they're not saying, oh, well, you know, we're if you're a Christian, you can't uh, you can't believe in science, right? Mm. Um, yeah, which I I think is is so interesting the way they're they're kind of blending those two worlds together. What's what's been the biggest uh, what what was the biggest thing that you were afraid of before you uh, before you got into a, a Christian school? Was there was there anything that you were thinking? And well, oh, is this this is going to be this is going to be weird? Yeah. Or? Well, one of the big things when especially when I was looking at all the colleges, and I was like, I really wanted to have a college experience, you know, where like you just you go and you're you're free from uh, you know certain restrictions in high school and stuff like that, and you're able to be independent and go out and do what you need to do, get what you needed to get done. And I was like kind of nervous because I was going to this Christian school that I'd be robbed of that um, college experience or just like that would be like not as full-fledged as another place. And I was, you know, uh, completely wrong going to this college. I've just like had to, you know, so much independence and able to figure out responsibility and stuff way more and I thought, like, you know, I would would be able to. And it's it's been really awesome, like, you know, figuring out. You get an assignment, you got to do it. Um, you got to study for tests. Like, there's no study guides and stuff like that that they give out. You got to do it on your own. 
go back to the chapters, read what you need to read. Um, but yeah, so that was that was one thing for me that I was kind of nervous about, and uh, it shouldn't shouldn't have been nervous because it's I definitely got the college experience so far. Like yeah, Danny, one of the things we were talking to your parents about was just what it's like to uh, to transition or kind of begin the transitioning process uh, of of having a, a son go out and he's not a kid anymore. He's an adult now and what it's like to, um, to send somebody out and just kind of have a different relationship where one of your kids isn't at home anymore. I'm curious as you left the house, I mean, obviously you still have a, a room here. You still live with your parents officially, mm-hmm. but as you kind of transition to more of adult life, what were you most excited about in that? What were you most apprehensive about and kind of how has that, that transition been for you? Well, okay, it's been it's been a good transition. First off, um, and when I first went into it, there was nothing like I was really like, I can't wait to do this, and like I'm excited to you know go do whatever. But as I started getting into it, I started realizing how much I liked like you know being out a certain amount of time like with your friends and stuff like that. It's not there was no restriction on it, and I could you know manage my time on my own. I really you know, like that, because when I'm at my house, like, there's obviously going to be, you know, restrictions, my parents want me home at a certain time, um, which is fine, I understand that, but then it's like, by the way, you need to get home right now, you're late, you need to spend a little bit more time with my friends, and I also have time to study, and, you know, go to work and do stuff like that, so that was one of the things that I really ended up liking about the transition, and then, um, really, you're talking about throwing the shackles, sorry, what? You're talking about throwing the shackles of Dan the first off, really, right? That's what you mean. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, basically. Man, don't tell them all our dirty laundry, okay? Shut up, kid. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, again, like one of the things that I didn't really anticipate or was kind of nervous about, like I, I just kind of came into it neutral. I was obviously scared, you know, maybe I won't get the full college experience, but like, I, again, I was like kind of the responsibility thing, like I, I, I have to do my laundry and I got to keep my room clean. And those are kind of like, they weren't done for me, but I was always reminded and I always had help with those. And there's there always like a safety net. And that was kind of no safety net. If I don't study or whatever, I don't take time to study, then I'm not going to do good on a test or I'm not going to do good on my homework or whatever. And I don't do my laundry. I'm going to have dirty clothes. It's going to be gross. And yeah, just <laughs> stuff like that. I kind of was like, it was a shock when I did, made the transition, I guess. Right. I think along with that, um, one of the things we see a lot with, with kids who grew up in church or students who grew up in church and then go to college is because they don't have um, they don't have that structure of accountability and help spiritually that a lot of times mm-hmm. people kind of walk away from the faith or become apathetic in their faith. So as you, you know, really for the first time in your life are, are truly making your faith your own, you're the one having to take initiative uh, to be in spiritual conversations, to find a church, to go to church. What has that mm-hmm. been like, and, and what what has kind of encouraged you towards faithfulness through all that? Well, yeah, so, like, I guess part of the college experience, too, was, like, I didn't want to go somewhere where I was completely, because I liked um, being at home and going to a public school and able being able to exercise my um, kind of just, like, hearing out people from different sides of, you know, just religious spectrums or just, um, just different life worldviews in general and being able to listen to that and kind of, you know, use that to affect like my thinking or just defend my faith basically. And I was kind of scared, like, 
I guess when I get to the school, I not experience that while I become like, you know, just kind of, then I'll eventually go back out into the world, I guess, and kind of not be able to defend myself against that stuff. And, um, I was wrong about that. Like there's people here for sure who have different political views, like religious views, um, just worldviews in general that I do. And, um, I've been able to like, really like you were talking about my faith is definitely, it's still been tested and I still, you know, am uh, growing in it, but it's certainly strengthened, I think through interactions like that. And, uh, uh, I think I was prepared well before I came here at the church I went to and stuff. Um, but yeah, and I've been, you know, looking for a church around. There's one that I've been going to quite often. Uh, it's Rick Arbor's church. Uh, I'm forgetting the name, or no, I think it's called Arbor. There we go. Sorry, but oh, yeah, um, and that's been really because now I've really been kind of like it's not it's not something I go with my parents every Saturday or Sunday to church. I've got to you know find a ride, get to church, actually go to church, and I've um, found that super helpful because it makes it a priority and it makes it something I've got to really focus on doing. It's not just there, you know, because I need it. It's something I gotta go to all the time but yeah yeah that's awesome man that's encouraging to hear we uh we got to wrap up here soon but as you think back on first semester in college almost completed what's maybe the biggest lesson you've learned either something about yourself or something god's taught you hmm biggest thing i've learned um well i've i've really missed my family through this time and like guys being independent like i love the independence but i'm also like super grateful for for my parents and my sisters and um like all that they kind of just do and like uh just being a, the, having the luxury of talking to them every day like waking up and seeing them is really really awesome and so god's like really made me thankful for my family and like what great parents and siblings i have and uh i think he's also kind of showed me um parts of him through my experience too because i've had to study through books of the bible and things like that and uh found out some super interesting interesting things that are really in-depth that I haven't learned before. And so uh, I just he's made me excited to learn more things about him and kind of new places he's going to take me. So Great. Yeah. And, you know, that whole thing about how great your parents are, thank you and your checks in the mail. So right. thank you. You did, you did very well, just like we practiced it, just yeah. like we rehearsed. Just like we practiced. No, I appreciate you saying all that. We were talking earlier about how I have a similar relationship with my parents, and I just think that's vital. Hey, thanks for yeah. making time, man. Thanks for talking. We'll hope, probably talk again at some point. We don't have a ton of friends, so we want to pull all the people we know exactly. who are indebted to us into the podcast. But yeah, man. You know, one of the things we want to do on Christianese is have a chance to talk about real life and how the gospel and our Christian worldview shapes how we think, not just about um, kind of nebulous theological concepts, although those are very important, but then how, how our theology shapes the way that we live life. So I think the discussion with Dan and Jill and now Danny it's just been great to think about what does it look like to live as a Christian family through transition. So yeah, and, absolutely, with the ups and the downs and the imperfections and the and the victories. Well, you guys are pretty much perfect as parents, right? Well, you know, I didn't want to say it. I'm glad you You're said it. Book right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. writing a book. Perfect parent, perfect, perfect. person. That's right. Dan Satchoff. Yeah. yeah, Dan Satchoff. Hey, Danny, thank you so much. Uh, and no this problem. is uh, this has been fun, and uh, we will it's see been a you Christianese next time. Hot topic. Hot Come topic. back next week for a full episode. Hey. Have a great week. Hopefully we'll have Brian back soon. That'd be something. He's still alive, I promise. He's not he in the basement. We'll see him soon. Ciao. Hot Topic. <laughs>